special time last night. We had laughter. Um, and I know as being a woman myself, the hurts we go through, and they always say we're the weakest vessel, but um, we may be weak, but in Christ <coughs> we have our strength through him. And when my sister, when I know one of my sisters are hurting, I hurt too. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The program will start in just a few minutes. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to the New Creation Fellowship live stream. The, the program will start in just a few minutes. I to be playing. I see a lot of uh, men taking the back seat. But I thank God for you women that are stepping up and say, I'm going to put God where he needs to be in my life. Praise God. <clears throat> well, let me open up by saying we want to welcome the uh, media outlet that we have, uh, and that on, I think, two avenues, Facebook and for the internet. So we got them out there, at least right now, for an hour. 
and we're working on expanding things. So I welcome the family, the NCF family that's out there. So I thank God that we've had this opportunity. And uh, eventually, God's just going to keep opening the doors. It was prophesied to us last week that God is going to give us an area that our voices can be heard in this community. But more than just in the community, I believe it's going to touch uh, a whole nation. So I truly believe God's going to do what he said he would do. Aren't you glad for that church? Amen. Praise God. Thank God for that. Open your Bibles to John chapter 1, if you would, please. But don't stand for reading God's word. Just, just briefly, just for a minute, I want to bring some things out while you're turning there. Uh, we're living in time when uh, we celebrate the birth of Christ. And uh, we hear a lot of people finally getting back saying Merry Christmas. Uh, but even if they say Happy Holiday, turn it back and say Happy Holy Day. Because it is a holy day that we can celebrate what Christ, he came and he was born. Whether it's on December the 25th or not, we recognize that our Savior, our Lord was born and he came to earth that we can have the freedom we do today. Aren't you glad for the freedom he gives? Uh, there's so many, because I was watching right now, uh, if you watch the Hallmark Channel, <laughs> if you watch a lot of these others, Christmas is in full season. Uh, but there's one that they was showing, says they was asking the question, uh, what is Christmas about? And the one, finally they come out and says, it's about Christ. Well, who is Jesus? Who is Christ? Who is this one? Because they really didn't know. A child was asking. And so they explained that uh, he came to earth and he was born in and, and a, and a manger. And they kind of explained that. And uh, I, I thank God that we as a church know who he is is Jesus we celebrate his birth aren't you glad for his birth but I am thankful for the resurrection yes. he died but he rose again that we can rise to the the occasion where we're in right now and I thank God that he has allowed us to be in this time and season we can let the world know he's still Lord and King and he still rules and he's still on the throne and he still saves that babe that was born came to not only show the way but he showed us how we can make heaven our home by receiving him as our Savior and our Lord thank God for that but let's go to the Bible if you would please to St. John chapter 1 verse 1 stand for the reading of God's word as we do that as, as a custom here at least the beginning stages of the word of God as we give honor to his word Verse 1, it begins reading here. In the beginning, say in the beginning. In the beginning. Very big point that we must understand. Underline it, put it in your mind, put it in your margins, however you want to do it. But it says in the beginning was the Word. Say was the Word. Was the word. And the Word, say the word, the word, was with God and the Word, say the Word, the was God. Aren't you glad for the Word of God? Yes. You may be seated. The word we're talking about here is a word of, from Yahweh. It is a word of Yahweh. It's God's mind, God's heart. His word. Thank God for his word. Amen. In the Greek, we see two areas it pulls out that we can understand just a little bit about what word means. Rhema is the word that's written. Logos is another word in the Greek that means it's the spoken word. Thank God for both. We need the written word. I'm thankful for my Bible. I'm thankful that we have the written word that we can look to, that we can lean upon, especially in the times when there's so much confusion going in the land. 
I've never seen such a time when they twist words. They twist meanings. And I'm thinking, look in the mirror. Can't you see? Because we have an identity in Christ, and that's who we are. Christians. Aren't you glad for being a Christian? The word, it means this. It's a communication of thought, revelation, or idea. Thank God for the word. Thank God for that communication piece that God communicates to us. The Bible, the word of God that we claim is the word of God is God's idea, God's communication piece, God's revelation that we see who he is and what he is for us and to us and we can claim it. The Bible says he sent his word that we can be healed. Aren't you glad for the healing of God that he sent his word that we can be healed? The word is also... Of the author. He's the author and the finisher of my faith. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Hearing. By what? The word. the word. Say the word. The word. The word. We must distinguish what faith comes from. It's not our faith. Our faith will come to an end for a because you get in trouble times. Your faith kind of wavers. But when you lean upon God and you know what he says, you can stand upon it. That faith will carry on. But also the, the word, say the word, the word, is the expression of. God expresses what he is and who he is. We see that from the word of God. Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. Jehovah Nisi, he's my banner. We could go down the list. Jehovah means that God is who he is and so many characteristics and so many much of the nature that we see that God is. But it also is the word. Say the word one more time. Is the mind of the author that's written but is given expressed. When you talk, you deliver words. You express yourself. Sometimes you have a squirrel moment. You express yourself in many ways. And I'm going, wait a minute, where are we going here? Express myself. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Aren't you glad God did that? He says what he means and he means what he says. You can't change it. There are a lot of people wanting to change it. Trying to say, well, we need to have the word of God coming into the, the 21st century. You know what? God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank God he doesn't change. He means what he says, and he says what he means. Thank God if he says that you shall be healed, you shall be healed. If you says that you will be delivered, I'm going to be delivered. If he says I'm going to prepare a place for you, we must believe that we've got a future and a hope. That's what the word of God brings. But I brought this out because I want to bring some things out. Do a little bit of preach, teach. Because in the times we're living in, we're celebrating the birth of Christ, but who is Jesus? What do we know about, about who he is? The Bible says in Revelation that there's a word placed upon his robe, calls him the word, the word. Aren't you glad for the word? Yes. Write these two things down because it brings from this or at least put them in your mind. In John 1, we see, in verse 1, we see the with and the was of what Scripture teaches. The with is this, the word that was with God. It brings the with. It covers everything. Say the word of God covers everything. everything. And it covers you. 
But we also see was. The word was God. I want to bring it in a little bit different context too. Is God. This is who he is. That's the reason why we can lean upon his word. We can take him at his word. We know what he says. He, what he says, he means it. And I can trust in that. Everything's going to be all right to the child of God. Everything that I don't have to worry about what the world's going through because my God will take care of his own. His word declares that he loves his children. We are the apple of his eye. That's where my faith steps into. I don't have circumstantial faith. I don't have to worry about faith kind of coming into line with my pleasures or my pressures. I declare his word no matter what comes. If I'm in pleasure, if I'm having a good time, or if I'm going through pressure, his word is true. It will come to pass. Praise God for that. Verse 2, jump down there if you would, please. The Bible says he was in the beginning with God. In other words, the same was in the beginning with God. Same means they're alike. They come in, a, they're the same. Have you ever seen twins that look the same? They're identical. That's what this word same means, identical. Jesus is identical to the Father. We are identical to Christ, to Jesus. That's the reason why we're the same with him. Our identity isn't what I look in the mirror, but it is in what Christ says from his word. That is the true mirror of who I am. Praise God for that. The same. Go to verse 3. It says, all things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. Say all things. All things. Was made by him. The word. See, without him, nothing was made. John's declaring something here. And I thank God he declared it because he brought who Christ is, who Jesus is. He is the word. Say the word. We must understand that Jesus is the word, the expression, the idea, the communication of God himself. Jesus was born, and I want to jump down to verse 14 of this same chapter. Say, Jesus was born, Jesus was born. and I thank God he was born. Say, he came in the flesh. In the flesh. That puts the enemy to flight. Demons don't believe that he came in the flesh. First John declares that. If you want to test the spirits, here's the way to test. Ask him, do you believe Jesus come in the flesh? And they'll say no. They don't believe that God came in the flesh. That puts a test to them. But John brings some things here, and let's read it. Verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and of truth, defines it. The authenticity of Jesus, the word became flesh. Jesus is the spoken word. Say so he's spoken. The logos, the revelation. He's the spoken word that was come to earth that we may see the Father and his glory. We want to see what the Father looks like? Look at Jesus. We want to know what he acted like? Look at his word. We want to know what he thought? 
Look at his word. He is the word. He is the faith that we have. He is my promise. He is my savior. He is my Lord. He knows. He understands. He's the future. It is forever and forever and forever. He is. Let me shout on that. He never changes and he's there for all people and for all times. We must know what the word says. He is the word. He is the one that was spoken of from the old to the new. And he still is the word that never changes. This word we hear incarnate. The Bible says it talks about God incarnate. Now, what does that word incarnate mean? In carnal or in flesh. You know what God did? He took on a body. He was clothed in a body. He was clothed with what we call the flesh, but it was God. He was the God man. He was Jesus. He is the word. They are the same. And Jesus came. God came in flesh and they call him Jesus, a name which is above every name. Say Jesus. Jesus. We must understand he is the word. And when you speak Jesus, you speak the word of God. Speak it to the situations. You may be going through some areas and you feel it. Speak to that situation. Thus say the word of God. Thus say, in other words, what it's saying, Jesus is declaring what God says about your circumstance, about who you are. Thank God for that. Incarnate in flesh. He was clothed. The Bible says, and look, we've seen the glory of God. We've seen God through Jesus. Something that I noticed that says that he dwelt among us. The word became flesh. The word became flesh. Took on a body. Took on a form. And God says, I'm like you. If I could not be like you, I could not forgive the sins that you had. I had to bring myself to earth that I could separate and get you to a place. That's what his word does. The gospel of John is distinct, though. It's not like the other gospels. The other gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they declare certain aspects of Jesus. But notice how when we see the word of God, we see what John did. He starts declaring who Jesus is, the deity of who he is. He is God, but he is flesh. He took on the flesh. A lot of people don't want to see that because they would try to put themselves in that. But John declares def- definitively the deity of Jesus Christ. He is God. Say, he's God. He's God. Same. He's the same. It's the word of God that was came into flesh. He was in the beginning. See, John is not dealing with some areas that uh, were that the others kind of brought into from the Old Testament. They want to put and they try to bring from the New Testament, Jesus to be a king of Israel. They also, he's not dealing with the lineage of the seed of Jesus. He's not dealing with the authenticity of Jesus on the earth realm, but John is going just a little bit higher to a higher realm that we may understand that Jesus is higher than what we think in the fleshly realm. So many people operate out of the carnal thinking, trying to analyze, trying to think this, but Jesus is much higher than what we can look 
look at and what we can see. He is the God man come to earth that we can look that he is risen, that he will take us home, that he's prepared some things. But while we're on this earth, we have his word and we become like him. My identity is not in who I was born on this earth, but it's in Christ alone. See, John was not dealing with it, but he was going higher. He was talking about his deity as God. The Trinity declares that. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, these three are, say one. one. We're one with him. Yes. We're one with him. Distinct characteristics. God is spirit. Jesus became flesh, manifested that away. But they have the same purpose, the same word, because they are part of what God's plan is. The other gospels deals with the lineage, the earthly realm into the divinity. Because if you look at it, a lot of them talk about his birth. They talk about what he did on earth and how that he moved. John says, let's bypass that. Let's just say who he is. He is the Christ. He is the savior. He is God. See, John establishes who Jesus was and who he is. He is the creative force behind what we see in the beginning in the old testament there was only one book that talked about in the beginning only one book that we see and that was in genesis and that come from chapter one verse one in the beginning in the beginning notice what john says in the beginning we see the word say the word it was God speaking. He says, let's form the earth. Let's form the sun. That's just, and what happened? The word become active and become a part on what God has saying. He declared it, but Jesus is more than just declaring it. He was the expression, the revelation of God himself. That's the reason why the world couldn't figure him out. They were in darkness. He comes to the light. The glory represents the light and the the prominence of God being shown upon the earth. Most people don't understand that. They look at the natural, but Jesus is far greater than that. The beginning phrase we see here, because Jesus is the creative force that we see from the, the Old Testament, but we now we see it here. This has not been declared until John in the beginning, in the beginning. Now, what does it mean to be in the beginning? See, there's not been a book that written and states that until that. See, John 1, 1 correlates with Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning. Say, in the beginning. In the beginning. Was the Word. Was the Word. And the Word. And the word. Was. Was. In the beginning. In the beginning. Aren't you glad for the beginning? Yes. It begins things. It starts things off. See, Genesis 1 points to the creation of the earth. John 1 points to creation we have in Christ. Say, I'm a new creature. Ooh, isn't that good? I thought some of you kind of looked a little different. You look like Jesus. He created you. His word created you. He came into flesh. The beginning implicates something beginning again. Something starting again. Thank God for new creation. Thank God for being a new creation. Genesis 1, I want you really to take notes because I'm not going to preach long, but I really want to give you some establishment of what we understand here. Genesis 1 dealt with the first Adam and the earth. 
that realm. What does John 1, 1 deal with? As we see, not just John 1, the whole chapter deals with it. It deals with the kingdom age. And the second man, Jesus. Aren't you glad for the kingdom age? I'm part of the kingdom. God's domain, where God rules, where God created. <clears throat> You're not just an afterthought. God knew you in your mother's womb even. He told Jeremiah, I knew you in your mother's womb. That makes you a creative area that God says you're unique. There's no one like you. Sometimes we feel rejected because, well, I'm not like so-and-so. No, you're special. You're unique. You have a purpose and a plan. And if you ever forget that, let me put it to you from scripture standpoint. When God created you, he didn't create you for you just to die right away. He's got a purpose and a plan for you. The Bible says you have an appointed time. An appointed, let that sink in just a minute. I'm not looking for death. My appointed time has not come yet. I don't know when it's going to be, but until I'm done, until God's done with me, I'm not done. That means you're not either. You have a purpose and a plan, and until you get that hold of that, that's the reason why we've seen so many forget the purpose and plan. Why so many churches are losing the leaders because the leaders are forgetting the purpose, why God's placed you here, why God's got you here. You've got a plan. You've got a reason for being here, and God's created you for that reason. You're a new creature in Christ. You have a plan and a purpose. Amen. You're somebody unique. There's no one like you. Aren't you glad for the brother Joe? Amen. <laughs> Sister Krista, aren't you glad there's no one like your dad? <laughs> Amen. I could have been twins. <laughs> <clears throat> Just think about twins. <laughs> Hear my cry, oh Lord. <laughs> but we see that when God brought this, he brought these things together. Because Jesus was in the beginning. His word was God. Because when God spoke it, let there be, let there be, let there be. You know what Jesus is saying today? Let there be, let there be. I'm a new creature in Christ. New beginnings, new life. I have a new hope. All things are new. Thank God for that. In the beginning, we see that. We also see some other things in Genesis. In the beginning, the first man fails. But what happens in John 1? We see that in the beginning, the second man, Jesus finishes what the first man failed. Remember I talked about two gardens? In the beginning, there was a garden. Jesus went to a garden. Only place you really see and talks about the garden. Man failed in the first garden. Jesus finished in the second garden. It wasn't on the cross. It was at the garden that things were finished. Because Jesus said, not my will. Not my way of thinking. Not my word, God, but your word. Because I am your word. Not my will. Because the word is God's will. God's thought. He's the author. 
He's the one that creates. It's a creative area. God says, not my will, Jesus said, but thy will, thy word shall be done. It will be done. Not my way, but your way, God. And when you start getting into that mindset, God, not my will, but your will, then his word comes active in your life. Your faith now is not your faith. It's his faith operating through you. You speak what the word says into every situation, every mountain. No matter what the enemy tries to do to you, you speak the word and watch. He's got to take his flight. That's right. He's got to move away from you. All things work for the together for the good, for those who called according to and love his appearing. If God's for me, if his word's for me, stand on it. It'll come to pass. Say the word. The word. I'm thankful that Jesus finished. Aren't you glad for that? Thank God he finished the work. And now we have the new beginning because of Christ. He didn't fail and he's not going to fail. You must understand that the enemy may say, well, that's going by the wayside. No, I beg your pardon. Jesus is still in control. Something else I want you to take notice of. The first man, Adam, died with his bride. The second Adam, the second one man, Jesus died for his bride. Isn't that good to know that church? I don't still have to die with, but I see what one died for. And when he died for, he gave me a hope. He gave me a purpose. I died for you. I bought you. You're mine. You don't think that God doesn't care for you? He died for you. He loves you. If he's willing to give all through Jesus for you, that tells me that I'm special. That tells me that he cares for me. He loves me. My identity is in the one that died for me. That's where I can say all things work for the good because of him going before me. He is my all in all. He is the first and the last. He has the last say, but he has the first say and everything in between. He is my God and my Savior. That's who the word is. Oh, thank you, Father. Mm, Sorry for getting so loud, but I'm feeling this. Jesus is the word, the God man that came for me, that loves me. The word, say the word. The word word brought new beginnings. Say new new beginnings. Praise God for that. The word came to give us new beginnings, but new creation. Starting point. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. The old sinful life has passed away. Now I become somebody new. I have a new beginning, a new starting point. When I come to Christ, the word has spoke in the beginning. See, in the beginning, when I give my heart to God, that was the beginning stage. That's when I really started living. That's when I really started existing. That's really, I understand who I am now. The new beginning I like that. I have a new beginning. Now I, I carry on from that point on. He is the word. 
He was the Word, and the Word was and came in flesh, and we beheld His glory. And now the Word is declaring to you, I have left you to let my Word stay and declare to this world that I came, that I loved Him, I died, but I rose again, that we can rise out of this mess. And we see a lot of mess right now, a lot of things going on, but our hope is not in the world. Our hope is in Christ that rose. That's the reason why we declare his word. Declare it over your situations. This is what God says about you. It's not time to be in the molly grubs, but it's time to look to the word and say, I am an overcomer and I'm a more than an overcomer. Quit wrestling within your mind and listen to voices and trying to get you into bondage. There's so many voices. You need to start listening to what God says. That's what he says about every situation. The Bible says he gives us a new heart. Ezekiel declares it. He takes the stony heart and gives you a fleshly heart. Jesus said, I'm going to give you a new heart. It begins when he was speaking to Nicodemus. You shall be born again. You shall become a new beginning. You shall become a new creature. You shall have a new heart. But I like what else he gave. He gave new life. The old life really didn't matter. Now I have a new life. It begins on the parts of who Jesus is. He was born, but he came to make you born again. Thank God for that. New beginnings. See, new, it begins with the word. The word is Jesus himself. Who is Jesus? He is the word. Why wouldn't you want to get in the Bible? And find what his word says. I've never seen such a time when we have so many people that are biblically illiterate. And this is what keeps us. There's people that come to church and they think, okay, I'll just listen to the preacher. And that's the only word I really need. No, I beg pardon. The Bible says, study so yourself approve. A workman that need not really divide the word of truth and stand upon it. You need to study yourself. See what God speaks to you. This is a word that's speaking to you. This is a letter that God wrote to you. This is for you. Jesus came for you. Jesus was born for you. Jesus died for you. Jesus wants to give you new life, new creation, new beginnings. It starts with him. Say, he is, he is. the word. Praise God for that. Praise God for that. Jesus, it's so important. Set a time aside to get in God's word. You get a hold of the word, the world get a hold of you. And it doesn't let you go. There's sometimes I've been studying and looking at the word of God. I'll be laying in bed, bed at night and all of a sudden it starts speaking to me. It starts coming out. There's been time I've been in meetings and all of a sudden the word comes out. And those guys are looking at me and says, today's not Sunday. <laughs> it becomes part of you. It becomes you, the word, Jesus. Then, you know, don't rely on somebody else. Well, doesn't it say that you should know yourself. You should know what he says about you. you should know what he says about your future. It's not time to look down. It's time to look to his word. Stand upon his word. 
I said one thing, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. If you never hear the word, hearing the word doesn't mean you always put a cassette in or you put a CD in or you put a, a DVD in or you go and listen to uh, always some preacher. It's getting in the word because God has said, this is for you. This is where your faith comes from. From faith to faith. Glory to glory. I climb the ladder. I climb and move higher. My faith will grow in the Lord. Notice what he said to the centurion. No greater faith. Because why? The word got a hold of that centurion. He says, you just speak the word. That's all you have to do. You don't need to come to my house. Just speak the word. You know what? When you speak the word, God activates some things. Speak the word in the atmosphere and see what God will do. Heaven will speak for you. Heaven will back you. Said that's what I declared for you already. The word was in the beginning and in the beginning was the word. And it created everything. It created light. It created everything we have of substance and everything we have to sustain us, to maintain us. God has given us everything we need. That's where faith level comes in. I want to bring things to conclusion. It's time we speak the word, not just read it. Speak it. There's some people today said, well, I'm like this, or I am this because of this. Heard a story one time of a young man got saved, gave his heart to God, and he had an opportunity to go sing some songs at uh, some place, a nursing home or whatever it was. And uh, he comes to the pastor. He says, pastor, can I borrow a songbook? So the pastor was just a little bit busy. Didn't quite get to him right away. Pastor have a seat. Well, the man got mad and upset. And he walked out. Didn't show up the next day. Showed up two days later. And he walked in and said, I apologize. He says, I'm kind of like my father. Got this anger issue. The pastor stood up. He says, which father are you talking about? Which father are you talking about? The boy looked at him. He says, my earthly one. He goes, what about your heavenly one? He's the one to give you the new heart. Your actions should be different. But if you never get in the word, you never know how Jesus acted, how he portrayed himself. You don't understand the deity of him. He is the all in all. Without him, nothing was made. Without him, nothing will exist. Without him, we have nothing. But with him, we have all things. That's where faith comes in. I am the righteous of God. I am the healed of God. I am part of the army of God. I am the overcomer. I am the one that he says I am. That's my identity. Thank God for the identity in him. The world needs to hear that. We serve an almighty God, a savior that came, that was indwelt by his father, his word. He is the word, and we need to declare it to everything because right. he is my all in all. Without him, I am nothing, right. but with him, I become all things. Yes. This season, so many people sometimes get into a situation, they get down in the molly grubs. I don't have, I don't have. You need to look and see what you really have. 
in Christ. Yeah. It's time to look and see that. Quit feeling so rejected. Quit feeling that uh, I, I don't have this or I don't have. You look at what God says, then watch what God will do. He'll turn your situation around. He'll make things start happening for you if you believe him. He'll turn it around. That's where you stand. And I want you to stand right now, if you would, please. Not only speak it, but confess the word. That word confess means I come into agreement. I come into agreement with. When I confess his word, I come into agreement with what God says. How many know you're a child of God? How many believes it? Let's declare it. Say, I am. A child, of God. a child of God. The world's not children of God. Maybe it may have come from Adam and that the flesh got in there, but they're not the children of God. Only those that are born again are the children of God. We are the children of God. We are the blessed of God. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Because of Jesus. Because of the word. Because what he declares of me. Say, I'm free. I'm free. Who the son has set free is what? Free. Are you catching on what I'm doing? Speak the word over everything you have. Don't speak your circumstance. Don't speak down and out. You speak by faith. This is what God says about me, about who I am, what my circumstances is. This is what God says they are. I am an overcomer. I am a believer. I'm standing on his word. I will never back away. Confess it. Speak it. See what happens. God will turn your situation around. He'll turn your world upside down if you let him. Let his word get a hold of you and see what it'll do. It changes your whole perspective of things. It changes who you are. In God good, church. Yes, he God is. is good. Touch your neighbor and says, the word is with us. Say, the word is with us. Pick up your Bibles, if you would, please, and hold them up in your hand. This is the rhema, the written word. But Jesus is the logos, the revelation of God's word. The revelation of God's word. You know what revelation means? It's shown. It's revealed. God's revealed his word through Jesus Christ, his son. And now we are Christians. We are revealed to those around us. We carry the light of the glory of God through us, in us, and out of us. It's time we walk in that right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, the Bible says that we'll put the enemy, Satan, under our feet. Romans declares that. You want the word gives you the right to declare? Satan's under my feet. Satan's under my feet. Uh, let me shout on that. He's under my feet. I have authority over him. I am victorious over him. Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. I am free. I am free. I am free. I will step into that realm. I will operate in that realm. My faith is in Christ and him alone. He is my all in all. 
Step on him right now. Step on Satan. Says you're under my feet. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's worship the Lord right now. Worship him right now. Come on, ladies. Sing to the Lord. out of your seats. I want you to start in practicing. I want you to start declaring the word over your neighbor that you're in here right now. Get out of your seat. Go start declaring the word of God over your neighbor. What the word says about them. What the word says about every brother and sister. Find your brother or sister and declare. Brother Joe, find somebody, brother. Be bold. Be bold. Be strong. Be strong. For the Lord thy God is 